This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This is this is this is Greater Boston. Fast foul, fast strike, fork strike out. Walker, <laughs> easy. Strike easy, strike easy, strike out. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Too easy. Nine, Martinez. Fast ball. Fast first. Ugh. Smith. Fast strike. Cutter. Bunt. Catch. Second. Out. Out. Nice one, Val. Irons. Fast. Valiance? Valiance Johnson. Yes? My name is Bruce Bosley. I'm the... Manager for the Red Line Yard Goats. I know. Look, I'm almost done. Can you just give me a minute? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, sure. Take your time. Take your time. Thank you. Nine, Martinez, first, Smith, double out, play the game there. Irons, fast, strike, fork, strike, screw, ball, you're better than that. Fork, ball, seriously? Fast, strike, out, victory for the Fisher Cats, nine to zero. <sighs> Sorry, Mr. Bosley, a little post-game routine I go through. Committing the game to memory. Not memory. Just a replay. If you want to get better at something, you do it over and over. Well, I guess practice makes perfect. No. Practice makes practice. Practice is good for throwing a more consistent pitch. Practice is good for being able to run faster and jump farther. But practice isn't playing baseball. If I want to get better at baseball, I have to play more baseball. Most people only ever play a game once, but me, I play them all twice. Gives me a chance to think through every decision, every distraction, every pitch as a choice among a thousand other choices. It shows. You pitched a hell of a game out there. Yeah. I'm good at what I do. Look, can I help you with something? Well, you already know I'm the manager for the Yard Goats. I'm out here recruiting and hopefully talking to my next Star pitcher. Don't teams usually have scouts for this sort of thing? Yeah. When we moved from Hartford to Redline, well, the boys were excited to move closer to the Sox. And you know, bigger city, I suppose. But uh, most of the management weren't too interested in life on the rails, as it were. And the part of our contract with Mayor Besbin to move the team to Redline was that all of the players and staff live in the city. She said it wouldn't look too good if we all lived in Boston, but only played in Redline. Oh, <laughs> well, 
then I have some exciting news for you. Not only will I not come play for the Yard Goats, I actually legally can't. Oh? I stood with Isabel Powell and boycotted. I was evicted from my home, kicked out of Redline. I can only assume that I'm probably not allowed back in. Oh, I see. Well, look, Mayor Besbin is pretty invested in this baseball team. Is that supposed to convince me? No, I mean I might be able to pull some strings, get your old place back, clear your name. Mr. Bosley, does the word pride mean nothing to you? Please, call me Bruce. And look, I get it. You ain't exactly been treated fairly. And between yous and me, I'm not really lockstep with Besbin's worldview, if you catch my pitch. But, Valiance, you've got a gift. An arm like I ain't ever seen, and an even sharper sense. You're playing baseball like it's 4D chess, while most of these galumpas are still pitching, tic-tac-toe, three in a row, and you're out. I know I'm the best. That's precisely why I won't come and play the role of local MVP for Empress Besbin's bread and circuses. And so you'll what? Do you see any other managers coming to CCSCCFC games? Do you see the mages knocking any time soon? You're gonna move to the Midwest and play fast pitch? I'm a baseball player, goddammit! So come play baseball, Valiance. They're funneling money into this thing. Besbin needs a win, and she'll pay through the teeth to get it. I can get you a good contract. Your home back. And what's more, PR. Like I said, I ain't too keen on Besbin. So, I retained total control over all Yard Goat PR efforts. And I know the Yard Goats weren't shit when we were in Hartford... Lord, do I know it. I was their coach, for Christ's sake. But when a team moves, it's a chance to rebrand. A chance to change. And I've got the money, the backing. Lord knows Redline has the attention. But it isn't enough. I need a catalyst. I need the best goddamn ball player this side of the Adirondacks. I need you, Valiance. Hmm. Mr. Bosley, what's your favorite baseball movie? Bruce is fine. And uh, my what? You heard me. Your favorite baseball movie. I mean, I guess Field of Dreams. Really? Such a boomer choice. All right. For one, I'm Gen X. And for two, uh, it's not really my favorite. It's just the one I say because, well, everyone says it's the best, you know? Look, we won't get anywhere with this putting on of your boomer airs. Give it to me straight. What is your favorite baseball movie? No cap. Well, uh, no cap. My favorite baseball movie is, uh, Angels in the Outfield. 
1994 Disney movie with Danny Glover and Christopher Lloyd. And a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Matthew McConaughey, Adrian Brody, Tony Danza. The cast is absolutely stacked. And look, we're on the level. You won't rat on me to the team. Mm, That depends. (sighs) Fine. I cry every time. When they all stand up and make the angel wings to give Tony Danza the confidence to win his last game. Oh, Jesus, I'm getting watery just thinking about it. All right. That's a pretty good choice. For the record, if you'd said for the love of the game or the rookie or some other old white dude movie, I would have walked then and there. But you're not walking. Do you want to know what my favorite baseball movie is, Mr. Bosley? I mean... It only seems fair. You remember that one with the black woman in the majors? The rookie pitcher. The up-and-comer who's taking the league by storm. A hundred and twelve minutes of pure joy as we watch this woman prove she's the best pitcher there's ever been. Likely the best pitcher there ever will be. And you know my favorite part about that movie, Mr. Bosley? It isn't about... How hard her life in baseball is because of who she is. It's just about how much she loves the game. How good she is at it. You ever seen that one, Mr. Bosley? No. I can't say I have. Right. Because that movie hasn't been made yet. No, when I was growing up and I wanted to see someone like me playing baseball, I had to just imagine that movie in my head. Mr. Bosley, if I come and play with the Yard Goats, I'm not playing for you. I'm not playing for the team's new direction, and I sure as sugar ain't playing for Bespin's victory. I'm playing for all the little black girls out there. I'm playing for the movie I want made of my life. And what's more, if you sign me, you don't get me on your team. I get you on mine. You stand up for me. You do what's in my interests, and you keep Besbin and her political games out of my baseball. Oh, and I am absolutely not one of the boys. Are we understood? Absolutely. And don't think for a second we're done with negotiations. If you're signing me and Red Line is flipping, I don't come cheap. Valiance, we're gonna make this worth your while. Bruce, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful season. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen, with additional support from Jordan Higgs, T.H. Ponders, Bob Ramunda, and Jordan Stillman. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This mini-episode was written by T.H. Ponders. This episode featured Jordan Cobb as Valiance Johnson and Kenny Fuentes as Bruce Bosley. Charlie on the MTA, recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Teedy. Transcripts are available at greaterbostonshow.com. You can support the continued production of Greater Boston Season 4 by backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash greaterboston. Tony Danza? Tony Danza? Tony Danza? Tony Danza? The Fable and Folly Network, 
where fiction producers flourish. It's a tale of learning and healing. We've got a whole province going to see one overworked witch in a candy cottage that's been chewed to pieces by the local kids. Of fairies and magic. You're touching the sapphire of assessment! I'm not touching it! I'm just putting my hand near it as I focus my brainial waveforms on it. Stop it! I'm not even touching it! Of struggle against the odds. This is my team. They may not live up to your vision of a perfect, efficient department. They don't live up to my vision of a stampede in a barnyard. Ooh, Kingly, that's how you know it's working. And now, it returns at last. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, Season 2. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, from Fable and Folly. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or look us up at fableandfolly.com.